Hello, and welcome to another edition of Inside the Hashes Player Interviews. My name is Juan Pablo Guarín Camargo, and today I am joined by UNLV senior linebacker Gabe McCoy, who's getting ready for the 2020 NFL Draft. During our talk, Gabe and I dove deep into his mentality as a leader and teacher for the Rebels, his off-season job as a security guard for the NBA Summer League, and so much more. With that being said, let's jump into it. To give me like a a, pro, a little bit of a profile about yourself as a football player. How would you describe yourself? Uh, me as a hard nosed, hard working guy. You know, every day, day in and day out. Just you know, that's one of my biggest things. I've always pride myself on being a hard worker, and just being somebody for my teammates, being a team player, and you know, just being a guy going to come every day with the same mindset, uh, a dog mentality, and um, you know, basically all around player and gentleman as well. Now, when you played over in UNLV, you were categorized as a rebel, uh, which is like def- yes. defensive end and a linebacker. What was that? What was it like being like that kind of a hybrid? Uh, it was kind of cool, you know. It was, it, I was able to be more versatile, and that's something I really like. You know, pride myself on being more versatile, you know, because in today's games, being a versatile linebacker is one of the biggest contributions. So it was cool to be able to rush the passer when I wanted to, because you know that's what I came in as. Um, high school, just being able to rush the passer and get after the QB. I had like over 18 sacks in high school, so that's something I was familiar with. And then, then just coming to college and being able to also pass drop and cover tight ends and stuff and be able to do those types of things with uh, playing linebacker as well. So the revolution, it hit me pretty well. Going into the NFL, do you plan to like stick to one position or do you want to maintain that versatility? Um, I'm whatever, whatever the team would like me to do. You know, if, I, if, you want, if they want me to put my hand down, be a D lineman at two twenty, two thirty, I'm willing to do that. If they want me to, but you know, I, I've always liked to play linebacker and be the type of guy in space and everything. You can be inside linebacker, you know, downhill with fitting and running. I, I love, you know, I love fitting and running and all that. So, whatever the team would, would like me to do, but I'm, I'm comfortable with both. You know. It seems like you really shine your best when you're in the backfield disrupting the run or taking down the quarterback. I mean, you've you've had you have pretty high like tackle for loss numbers, which is really impressive for someone on the edge. Um, when you're training for like when when you're training, uh, where do you put your focus on, and how do you help? How do you um how do you build your skill set up to being the tackling machine that you you've made yourself to be at UNLV? Uh, just be having a high motor, you know. That's something about you got to have when you're on the edge like that. You know, sometimes plays might not go your way and things might have to happen where you have to read out and do certain things. So just train my mind and, you know, have a, a strong mindset, you know, to be able to get out of certain situations and be able to make things happen. Things don't go my way. So that's part of my training regimen, just having a high motor, whatever I'm doing, whether it's conditioning or lifting weights. When I get tired, you know, pushing myself even harder, you know, those, those types of things really turn into the game. And, you know, for me, just every day, just, uh, having that type of mindset, being able to push myself to different levels. And uh, what kind of and what 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 has motivated you to, like to play this game? Like, is there anyone in your life that kind of, you know, started you down and you just kept it going? Uh, yeah, my dad and my uh, and one of my uh, great cousins. See, they uh, ended up putting me in the game when I was about seven years old. And my dad didn't really know a lot about football, but you know, he always wanted me to do something. You know, coming from a privatized community, that was something he wanted me to do. You know, he always wanted me to be better than him. And, uh, and just do do the things I need to do to be successful in life. And I feel like he pushed me to be in, to be in the game. My mother as well, she always she was there for me anytime I needed her. And she just put her, she put me before herself all the time, you know, to get whether it was paying for paying for uh, football gear and all that, just being able to 
the rides, whatever it was, you know, they both put me put me first and, and made sure my goals are instant. And is that what's motivating you to go pro? Like your family, like to go in and you know, like they gave you so much support growing up. Do you want to contribute it back? Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's something I've always thought about doing. I've always, you know, that's, I got a little slogan that I've always been by. It's called "I Promise." And I've always, you know, I've told my whole family, like, whenever I make it, whatever, no matter what I'm doing, even if it's not football, I promise I'm, I'm going to make sure everybody will be okay, everybody financially safe, just just because of how much people have given to me within my, within my lifetime and my football career. I just feel like I owe them back. And also my community back in Pittsburgh, California, you know, I just, they've given so much to me as a player and as, as a man growing up that I, I owe them a lot. So definitely, that's, that's a big factor for me. Talking about how you started your college career, I know you redshirted in 2015 despite playing a couple snaps in one of the games, and then you had to sit out a game this year because of it. I'm a little confused on the situation. Can you can you kind of like yeah like do you know exactly yeah, what happened with that? Yeah, definitely. I, I ended up going into the season having a good pretty good fall my freshman year, and then uh, I ended up actually being late to a um, a work not workout practice the third week of the season and I only played in the second game. I didn't really play in the first game. I went I traveled and everything. I just didn't play, didn't get in. In the second game I got in, played versus UCLA. I probably got ten snaps on special teams and then like three regular snaps on, on down on four down. And then I ended up uh, the third week we were playing Michigan and on that Monday I, for some reason I was up doing the SA late and I forgot to turn my uh, sound on. I ended up sleeping in until like eight o'clock and practice like at seven o'clock so that was part of my uh, discipline, you know, to be, just to redshirt to prep my freshman year. And I, and I thought at first, uh, to be honest, I thought at first that was going to be hard for me, you know, redshirt and coming in, used to being able to play and stuff. But uh, looking back on that's probably one of the biggest, biggest things that changed my life. And I thought, I'm really thankful for it, actually, because it taught me a lot. Again, you know, a chance to grow, grow up and um, get a better football player in many different phases of the game. And uh, how did that lead to you having to sit at the opener this year? Uh, well, basically, since I only played in one game, they, uh, the original, well, since I was registered to play the first two games, they were going to originally make me sit out the first two games of my senior year because the, reg, the, the they didn't really count the registered until my senior year. They didn't really know about it, so I had to end up fighting for it after my junior year. So after that was over with, um, they ended up just telling me I had to sit out one game because of the game I played in. So basically getting that game back, and I was able to play the rest of the season. Now you said like this whole experience was like something a big learning opportunity for you, especially going as you're growing into the college system, and as you're growing, there are younger players coming in, and you know it's natural for guy for for the upperclassmen to take them under your wing. I I know that you had a uh, one of your uh, your backup, but uh, Jacoby uh, Winman. Uh, under your wing, like, ha- what have you taught him? Not just like as a football player, but as a college kid and as a man. Like, what have you taught him? Uh, just been, I just basically just not to be afraid and go get it. You know, I had a guy named Mike Hughes when I first came in. I never forget the first day I came and uh, did like a little workout with the D lineman. He took me under his wing first day I got there and just and just basically said to me, you know, go get it. If I wanted, I gotta go get it. I gotta take him in spot. You know, this is college football now. We're not in high school. It's not his buddy, buddy, but to a certain extent, you know. So same thing I told you, Kobe, when he come in, because he already had that mindset to be. Uh, he's gonna be a great, great uh, attribute to the Rebel defense because he already has that mindset that the work and that drive to do whatever he wants to do. But I, I just basically told him, you know, take it day by day. 
and put the work in. That's the main thing. But, you know, college is fun and all that, but all those things can be put to the side because the real reason you're in college is to play football. So that's the main thing I've been telling them just to just to take the grind, the grind day by day. And, you know, don't take anything for granted and go get what you want. All right, all right. Um, a little bit, a little bit coming out of the gridiron. I know that you had a, a summer job earlier this year. You were secure. You were working security for the NBA summer league. You know, yeah. <laughs> not often do like uh, I hear like um, uh, football players taking on like these kind of jobs. What was the experience like, and uh, how did you get to to do that? Uh, it was a pretty cool experience. You know, it was one of my first jobs ever. You know, I, I got tired of people saying I never worked, and I kind of needed some extra cash in the summer. So it was pretty cool. I got to, you know, um, be on the court of NBA Summer League, see a lot of big-time guys like LeBron, AD, uh, the Balls. The I've seen, um, I've seen Kuzma. I've seen most, just about everybody. You know, big-time name came through to see all the youngins playing some some of the game. It was a cool experience. You know, I didn't have to do much but just keep uh, crowd control and make sure kids didn't run on the court and uh, try to get autographs, you know, make sure they wait after the game, ask players. And I ended up just getting it just by, you know, just getting the connection with Thompson and Mac, which is our basketball stadium, and then asking around to see if they had any more openings and everything. You know, they're always cool with the football players and everything, so they end up usually helping us get jobs because, you know, we, in the summer, it's kind of a hard time, so they end up plugging me in there, so it was a great opportunity, very great experience. If the, uh, now I know, like you're working like ten to twelve hour shifts, uh, and you only worked it for ten days, so like not like a long time, but still a, a pretty yeah. ma- large that you worked into it. That didn't interfere with like prepping for the season or anything, did it? No, no, definitely not. Um, we just our workouts are probably from like eight to ten, if that, and then uh, I usually was going to work around eleven. So I would just sneak in some food and go straight to work. Right after that. All right, all right. Uh, last question I want to touch on is um, your thoughts on like the end of the draft process and how you're preparing for it. Are you nervous? Is there anything that you're expecting when you're going in? And also, if you were to look a, a scout in the eye and talk to him face to face, what would you tell him that you have to offer to their team? Uh, for me, basically. Uh... The process is, is going good for me. You know, it's a little bit nervous. That's what everything is, but I feel like I feel like that's that's part of the game. You know, but I, I'm comfortable. I'm confident in myself, and that's something I got to be. You know, uh, I got a lot of people in, in behind me, and I, and I believe that's my biggest thing: just being able to believe in myself. You know, the things I'm capable of doing. And uh, to your second question, the scout uh, asking if I could contribute to their team, just basically being me being a leader. You know, I'm one of those guys sometimes. I'm not used to being vocal, but coming to UNLV and maybe become more of a vocal guy. And with that being said, I'm, I'm a hard worker as well. So that's something that I, I, I will contribute to the team as well. I'm a team player. I'm passionate. You know, anybody, not, this is not bagging at all. Anybody you ask, I'm, I'm the guy that's going to come and bring energy every single day. I'm going to be the guy that, you know, that's going to bring it. So every day, you're going to get something out of me. And I'm, 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 a, I'm a gym rat as well. And um, I'm in that playbook all, all day, every day. So that's something uh, that, that I pride myself on. And um, that's what I would contribute to a team. I found that in an article you said you called yourself the juice guy. <laughs> uh, what, is, what, what, what exactly does that mean? Like that you're like juicing everyone up? Like what is that? That's just, it could be that or it could just be sometimes it's, it's just contagious. You know, I could just be yelling and get everybody right. And then all of a sudden, everybody just get with it. You know, it's, it's it's a certain type of thing on a football field when you just feel like somebody got your back. 
and you just feel like they got the juice, they got the energy, and they, 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 they're ready to go to war with you. So I'm like, God, it's going to go to war with you. I'm going to let you know. I'm going to let you know I, I got your back. So um, I'm mad at you, so I'm going to bring it. If you're down, I'm going to pick you up. All right. Well, um, anything else you'd like to add before we finish up here? Just going back to the things I pride myself on, you know, I'm a, I'm a big family guy, so that's one of the things that I've always, you know, kept in my back pocket whenever I'm hard times and everything. So I just want to really, uh, give, a, give a true shout-out to my family for always being there for me, you know. I, my, my late grandmother, she died right before I came into college. And um, I was pumped up. She was probably the promise that I made to uh, make sure everybody was, was taken care of. So shout-out to her as well. I'm just, I know probably a lot of people know this about me, but I wasn't like a highly recruited guy coming out of high school. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like didn't really start ever until uh, my senior year in high school. And I, and I just went to me just working out and going crazy my junior year after I figured out I wasn't, you know, I wasn't being looked at by any colleges or anything. So I just want to say just, to, you know, if any people end up watching this, all the young kids, you know, if they, they feel like they're under-recruited or things aren't going their way or anything, that you know, if they believe in themselves, anything can happen, you know, because I never was recruited into my senior year. I didn't have anything going for me. And uh, I just ended up having a breakout senior year and, you know, he fell in love with me. So that's just one of the things I've always <clears throat> wanted to give back and say to anybody who's, who's ever been uh, under-recruited or things like that. I know that on uh, 24-7 Sports that you had a, a two-star rating when you were coming out, but... Um, like, so like that must have been like a real chip on your shoulder, like coming into UNLV to like c- kind of like prove being yourself that you deserve to be there, right? It's uh, being an underdog, you know. That's I'm the underdog mentality, and I feel like the underdog is always, you know, I feel like underdog is always uh, not in the better in the sense, but always the hungrier dog. You know, the hungrier dog always is going to win because he got something to fight for, and that's that's I feel like that's kind of predicament I've always been in. I've always hungrier than everybody else because I've had something to fight for I've had something to prove my life so going into the NFL like as a, as a rookie especially you're going to have that underdog status like on you and like people are going to yeah, like, take notice of that and you know I want to I want to ask you like with that in mind how do you intend to like prove like on the pro level once you hit that turf that you belong there just like anybody else just bring it every day in and day out not you know I even have to speak about it because I know I know where I am. I know where I come from. I come from a university that's not as prestigious as other universities, so I know I know I know my situation. But just being able to prove it, you know, every day, day out, you know, not having to talk about it, but put the work in and show it, you know, every, whether it be putting an extra film, extra work off the field, anything it may be, you know, just proving myself that I that I belong, you know, because I believe in myself and I. And my duty to myself is to make not, not to make sure anybody else believes, but to but to show people that I, that I am that I am on that level. I know that you said that you cited your dad as like a major source of like of putting you under your family in general of having put you like up to where you are, as well as like having the motivation as an underdog. Has there been like any like player, like any professional, like any NFL player that you've seen that has that same mentality as you do that you kind of aspire to be? Uh, probably saying like Deion Jones, he's one of the guys. He plays linebacker, and he's one of the guys I've always uh, watched over just my my high school, not high school, but um, uh, college career. And I just feel like looking through with social media and things like that, I feel like uh, me and him kind of are similar. You know, he might have came from a professional just like me, and he had the underdog mentality. You know, he was kind of a guy that got overlooked a little bit, didn't really start to his senior year. 
of, of college. So I feel like um, he was a big underdog guy as well. So And he ended up shocking the world. And he, now he's one of the best linebackers in the NFL. And I feel like he was he was, he was was uh, not projected to go as, go as high as he was or, or what just because he had one year starting of college football. I feel like, for me, that's something I've always, you know, um, been able to sympathize with is being an underdog. And the way he, I just admire the way he's uh, gotten through it and the way he's persevered and showing everybody what type of guy he is and the type of football player he is. is. Have you been able to reach out to him, maybe like try to get like advice from him? Uh, no, I, I never actually tried that just because, you know, I don't know, it's just NFL guy, you know, I know that I'll probably check their DMs or anything like that or messages. Well, hopefully like once you once you start the process and you start making your rounds, you'll be able to meet one on one and really get to share like yes. like 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 that that connection. Um well uh Gay, listen, again, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today. Really appreciate everything everything that we talked about. Um I wanna wish you nothing but luck and prosperity going forward and God bless, man. Just God bless. Thank you. God bless you as well. Thank you so much. Have a good night, bro. I want to, again, thank Gabe for taking the time to talk with me today, not just about his life on the gridiron, but his life off of it as well. And from all of us at Inside the Hashes, we wish him nothing but the best going forward. And remember, if you want to check out more of these player interviews, you can check out our SoundCloud accounts. Just type in Inside the Hashes in the search bar. You can also find us in our website at www.insidethehashes.com. On our social medias, on Facebook, we are Inside the Hashes. On Instagram, we are at Inside the Hashes. And on Twitter, we are at Inside Hashes. For Inside the Hashes and for these player interviews, I am Juan Pablo Gornick Margo. Have a good night.